Hey everyone, this is Jason Sherman, CEO and co-founder of Instamore. And hey, this is Kristen LaSalle. I am the VP of Marketing and co-founder of Instamore. So today we're going to talk about international dating, what it's like to date in different parts of the world. Uh, myself, my family's from Spain, so it's much different in Spain than it is in America. Uh, we have Faiza Samreen, who's a guest today. She is from? India. And, who are you, and you'll be speaking in a different language today. Yeah, I'll be speaking in Urdu. That's awesome. Looking forward to hearing about India. And we have another special guest, Kira Peng. I'm from China, and I'll be speaking Mandarin. Awesome. And then we have? I'm Kristen, and I am an American. <laughs> so she'll be speaking in, in English for all of you. Uh, we will keep it short in case there are a lot of English listeners. Um, I guess what we'll start off with Kristen and what it's like to date in America in one to two minutes. Okay, so dating in America, there's no pressure to really get married anymore. You can date until you're 60. There's 60-year-olds on dating sites. Um, you have numerous choices. There's no traditions. You can be an atheist. You don't have to get married in a church. Whatever you want, you can you know, wear whatever you want, do whatever you want. We just have freedom of speech and freedom of dating and doing whatever you want, and it's kind of out of control. But <laughs> um, and in the long run, when it comes down to like, answering everyone's question about marriage we're all looking we were talking about this today everyone's looking for the same thing every country you're looking for that one soulmate or that person to love and ultimately marry so i don't think it's any different between america india you know china uh, spain but here it's just there's more acceptance there's no pressure there's no arranged marriages there's there's a sexual culture here that's just like very open and free. I saw a Mimi the other day that was like, oh, back in my day when people dated a bunch of people, they were called a whore. <laughs> well, now you're just called non-exclusive. Um, and it's very accepted here. And I don't know if that is a good thing, but I think if you're mature like I am, knowing that when you're in your 30s, it's a good time to settle down because half of your life is over around 40. You know, what's the age limit to like death, like 80 something. So if you're in your 40s or in your late 30s and you're ready to settle down, it's a good time. You know who you are and it's accepted here. You can get married whenever. You can get married at 80. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so that's America in a nutshell. Awesome. Thanks, Kristen. So we're going to go, we're going to travel, take a plane to China right now. And hear what it's all about from Kira in Mandarin. 欢迎来到中国，在中国谈恋爱这件事情是一个很严肃的事情。像Kristen刚刚说的，在美国很多就是基本上女去约会，然后找对象，然后谈恋爱是一个非常自由和一个非常开放的过程。可是，在中国总的
去谈恋爱，有的时候给双方造成很大的压力，再加上家庭和社会的压力，所以很多人就是很年轻就结婚了。然后你会发现，其实，嗯，现在像我们这一帮八零后，其实是结婚呃离婚率最高的一代，因为如果你在二十五岁之前结了婚，那个时候你还没有完全了解你是什么样的人，喜欢什么样的人，然后你在婚姻中想要的是什么。就像 Kristen 刚才说的，可能很多人要到三十岁之后才明白这些东西，但是如果你在二十五岁之前就结了婚，那么你自己在一个演变的过程中，你跟对方慢慢的就分开了。这样的话，所以你最终就没有办法要离婚。而但是，如果你在二十五岁之前没有结婚呢，那么你就变成大龄剩女，然后社会对你有很多的很多不好的看法。我觉得这样一个现象不是非常健康。我真的希望就是我们中国的良好青少年们能够学习 Kristen， 然后那个向我们的美国朋友学习，然后把谈恋爱这件事情变成一个很自由、很有趣的一件事情，作为一个人生体验来做。这是我的目标。Well said, Kira. Well said. Kristen. Yeah. yeah, I heard Kristen a lot. Yeah, look, I wish I knew what that what that was all about. We'll have to tra- we'll have to do a transcript online later. So now we're gonna travel a really long flight to India, and we're gonna hear a little bit about what dating is like and ultimately marriage even in India. So India or Pakistan, me dating zada ne hoti hai. Um, aajkal ho rahi, lekin um pehle ne hoti thi. Uh, ab to. ज्यादा लोग शादी करना चाह रहे हैं आजकल शादी की जो एज है एज बहुत दूर दूर होते रह रही है अम्मी और डैडी जब शादी करे बहुत कम उम्र में करे थे लेकिन आज जो भी इधर अमेरिका में रहते हैं बहुत बाद में कर रहे शादी डेटिंग बहुत ज्यादा अब अब तो कॉमन होगी है जो ज्यादा लोग अब डेटिंग करते रह रहे हैं और जैसा अमेरिका में नहीं तो चाइना में ज़रा वो सेक्शुअल कल्चर बहुत बड़ा है और बहुत ओपन है इंडिया पाकिस्तान में नहीं रहता है रिलीजन के वजह से थोड़े रिलीजन जो भी है अगर हिंदू है मुसलमान है वो बहुत ज़्यादा वेरिएशंस है देर फॉर नहीं मालूम कि हर वक्त ज़रा नहीं करना चाह बहुत ज़्यादा नहीं बोलना चाहना चाहिए और हाँ Now we're going to take a little trip to my favorite country, Spain, the land of flamenco and sangria. Y en España es especialmente en Barcelona es muy diferente que los Estados Unidos porque no es como si fuera vas en los los online dating sites en, como Tinder y OkCupid. Ahí es más sales con tus amigos a los bares y discotecas y te encuentras con unos amigos que son chicas. Porque los, las conoces por tus amigos y así es más fácil encontrarte con alguien que te gustaría porque sabes que los conoces con tus amigos. También, si sales con una chica, es un poco más serio como se llama novia en España. Aquí en América se dice, oh, she's my girlfriend, es mi novia, pero eso no es verdad. Es que aquí en España es como si fuera, si es tu novia, estás muy serio y quieres casarte con ella. Esa es la diferencia. En, en, en América no se hace esto. En América puedes salir con 40 novias y da igual cuál es la verdadera novia, porque son todas chicas que sales con ellas, pero en España es muy diferente porque lo que pasa cuando dices a tus padres que es tu novia, es, 
significa que te quieres casar con ella. Segundo, cuando sales con una chica, siempre sales para un restaurante, para comer algo, un vino, una, una sangría, y eso es de primera o segunda cita que sales con ella. La segunda o tercera vez, siempre la, 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 la introduces a tus amigos, porque tus amigos te dirán, ah, si es buena o no es buena. Aquí, en América, no se hace eso. En uh, América, we don't really care um, if we meet your friends or not, basically. Pero en España sí que, sí, sí que nos importa, porque en España es muy importante que, que tú conozcas a tus amigos para que sepas que te gustarán en el futuro. Y al final, si te quieres casar con una chica, hay muy pocas chicas en España, en Barcelona específicamente, que tienes un hijo o una hija con esta chica antes que te cases con ella. Y eso significa que son muy, las chicas son muy simpáticas, muy inteligentes, y eso es lo que he dicho. I can't wait to see what everyone thinks internationally. I can't wait to hear what what Jason just said. Here's like in I English. Girlfriend, Novio is boyfriend, and he was saying like, um, here you either have a girlfriend, you either have a boyfriend, but here it's like you date lots of people, and it doesn't, you don't have a label on it. You just you're you're just dating. There's no there's no importance to it. You're just out there dating like 15 people. Where in Spain you're either with someone or you're not, and it's very important to meet. Um, their friends and family, that means you're moving forward into a marriage because that's going to be part of your family. Where here, it's like people, they don't care. They just don't care about anything. They only care about themselves. And that's kind of it. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, I think Good job, Kristen. I just, we still don't know what Kira and uh, Faiza <laughs> said, but, but I guess we can, if you want to do, yeah, do, do a quick summary, like a 30-second summary. Yeah. I would say if you look at the dating map, still it's east and west. And America's kind of like on the other end, and China and India are on the very other end. Where here, like you just said, Kristen and Jason, people don't put labels on things. They don't care about the status. They don't really do the, the talk unless they absolutely have to. Um, but in China, it's basically if you're dating someone, chances are people, at least people are going to think, oh yeah, that's going to be your husband, that's going to be your wife. And the only reason you're seeing each other is because you want to get married. I think it adds a lot of pressure on people. That's not healthy either. I think we can arrive at a happy medium in between of where it's meets west. Um, mine was more generally like the whole reason of dating in general is to like get married, like um, Kara said, but it was more in the sense that um, Nowadays in, in South Asian culture, like it, people used to get married back then, like in our parents' generation, used to get married at a very young age. And now, um, in like, you know, me living in America, like I know that like my cousins and things like that, everyone's getting married at a very like late age. And it's kind of like, it's like a new trend. And that's just kind of what everyone's doing. And like in, in terms of um, like religion, like it's um, whether you're like Muslim or Hindu or whatever, like in the South Asian um, area, it really... Like everyone tries to keep dating discreet. Like we, it's not necessarily something we like tell our parents about like, oh, I'm dating someone or I'm seeing someone. It's kind of like kept discreet until you know it's serious so that you're not just bringing any random guy to your house, like, you know, to your parents. You want to make sure you're going to bring someone that you may, may potentially marry. Very interesting. So now that we've talked internationally, I don't think we're all that different. Because even though in America we're not putting labels, we're not labeling anything and we're a little more free, at the end of the day, we talked about this too, Jason, if we're going to be in a relationship with someone and put that label, we're boyfriend and girlfriend, 
it's pretty darn serious because here we don't label anything. You can date like 50 million people and there's non-exclusive. But once you say, hey, you're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend, we plan on a long-term relationship or possible marriage because it's here. If you're in a relationship, you're really it's it's it means something. It's more it's very significant here because we don't put a label on anything unless it has some kind of meaning anymore. Yeah, that's what I was actually saying. You, you, so you, you gave a good summary for what I said, but uh, the other half of it was along the lines of, first of all, uh, very little Spaniards or Europeans use online dating sites. Um, that's definite. They, they meet people through friends, typically because friends go out in large groups. Uh, we go out to bars and clubs and lounges and restaurants on a regular basis um, in groups of five to ten. That's what it is. It's always five to 10 people. It's always a large group. And then here's my friend, Lisa. Here's my friend, Jackie. Meet them through me. And so because they're my friends, they know that we'll get along because groups of friends typically get along in, 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 in European culture. Secondly, when you call someone your novia, your girlfriend, it means that you're going to marry her. <clears throat> it's not like here in America. I, I tell my mom, hey, mom, this is my girlfriend, Lisa. She's like, OK, whatever. You know, <laughs> it, it doesn't mean anything. In Spain, if you introduce a, a girl to your parents as your girlfriend, it means that you're probably going to live together and get married soon. And uh, and you, so you very rarely tell someone she's your novia unless you mean it. What about the beaches of Barcelona? Are there exceptions? Because I've seen pictures. Well, I mean, the, the thing about Europe is that you can go topless on beaches. It's not a sexual thing. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I remember growing up as a teenager, literally sitting in a circle of 20 people on a beach, um, drinking, eating, swimming, and all the girls are topless. And you can't look at them that way because then you're looked at. And the, the thing is, I'm, I'm American. You know, I'm going to Spain with all my Spanish guy friends. They don't even look twice. Whereas I'm like, oh, my God, there's like 14 boobs around me. What am I going to do? Like, I'm going to get like turned on. Right. And this was the beginning of the monster. Yeah. So it's not a sexual thing. It's more of a freedom of expression. You're, you should be allowed to be nude anywhere you want because you were born nude. Um, Adam and Eve used to walk around nude. And it's just a thing. It's like, you know, and plus, you know, it's convenient for tan lines. I mean, you won't get tan lines. And uh, you're a, if you're a mom and you're breastfeeding, that's not sexual. Right. I mean, you're out in public breastfeeding your child. I mean, is that sexual? Seeing boobs that way? No. So That's why another topic um, for another day, but I do have some questions for the girls since I'm an American and you. So are you attracted to people of your own culture more so or outside of your culture? How are your views on this subject? I would say I was only attracted to my own race before I came to America. And since I've been here, it has definitely opened up my eyes and it's I think it's a good thing for people to just in general travel, experience the world, live somewhere else, because that opens and opens up your eyes, makes you not discriminate and be impartial. I think initially, like if I meet someone of like my same culture, I I would if I hit it off with them or whatever, I would, you know, be somewhat attracted. But like ever since college, like college really opened my eyes. So like I've met so many different people of different various backgrounds and it doesn't even become like a thing where it's like I'm going to hit it off with someone of my own culture. Like you'll find yourself like being friends with anyone or like being attracted to anyone just based on personality as it should be. It shouldn't obviously always be about your looks or your background or religion or whatever. It should just kind of be like, OK, you enjoy this person's presence. OK, let's hang out and like just be at that. 
That's exactly how I feel. It's all about the person. It has nothing to do with the skin color, language they speak, color of their hair, what they're like. It's just, do I get along with them? That's how I've always based the girls I've dated. I've dated pretty much every race and I've, they're all the same. It's uh, there's no difference. Sure. They like different food and they, they laugh differently and they like different uh, movies and they like different things. But in the end, we're all just people, right? I think like I, I hang out with so many different cultures and we're so much alike. We like the same music. We laugh at the same things. If you, you know, trip down a stair, we're all laughing. It's funny. It's universal. Like we're all the same. We're all one. But I do have another question since we're in the room together. I know that you guys feel that way. You've experienced America. You're experiencing college. You've traveled all over the world, Jason. Um, but do your parents feel the same way because they're the older generation that it's okay to date outside your culture? Oh, I can get back home without a Chinese man on my arm. No way. I think with me, it's like, like it depends. Obviously, like I'm, if I meet someone I like, it's I'm not going to really introduce them to my parents until it's like I'm at that age of like trying to get married. Because like for us, like the end game is to get married. And I feel like I wouldn't want to um, have that happen unless I'm like serious with anyone. So, yeah, and I'm still young, too. So it's like I think my, my parents are they care more about religion, like as if like if I'm trying to like find, like get home, like bring someone home, they have to be of the same religion. But in terms of culture, I feel like like now like in my family it's becoming like kind of like my own family trend where everyone's kind of marrying outside of the culture but the religion's the same cool well we learned a lot about international dating and love and marriage and culture it sounds exciting hopefully everyone understood everything and uh we did translate a little bit but love is universal so it's understood by everyone and thanks for listening once again you can hear more about this on our blog dot instamore.com bye everyone we love you Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you. Hasta luego. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>